Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to the Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast Spoiler Minisode for A Man Called Otto. Yes, the new Grumpy Tom Hanks film. My name is Matt Hudson from What I Watch Tonight, and joining me, as ever here, is the statesman to my King's Minister, John Burke from BurkeReviews.com. How are you doing, sir? Oh, we haven't used that in a while. I'm doing pretty well, sir. How are you? No, <laughs> we haven't. Hey, look, sometimes it's nice to go retro on the BAMP. Uh, no, I'm doing good, my friend. I'm looking forward to diving into a man called otto tonight after we gave our non-spoiler review last week and we were both uh positive on the film but had as as per usual skirted around the major beats in the film which generally were regarding otto and his his state of mind i think so um jb let's kick it off then i've already mentioned we both enjoyed the film but otto in the, we got we uh, for those who know we just go straight in Otto in this film you know, he is he is looking for a way to shuffle off this mortal coil and a fair few times in the film we see we see a man attempt to commit suicide in this film which can be a trigger for some it is fairly weighty at the at the times but how do you feel those scenes were handled and in terms of spoilers now we can kind of get into them a bit more. I thought they were handled really well. Um, they, they are used to lead into the flashbacks that we get. Like mm-hmm. um, while he's like, we're seeing his life flash before his eyes, essentially uh, in those final moments so that turn out to not be final moments because it's not what happens, but that is like the introduction to the flashbacks where we get that backstory. Um, I thought those scenes were really great. Uh, what do we get? He tries to hang himself. Um, he then tries to asphyxiate himself with the, uh, the exhaust from the car. Yeah. Um, then it goes to uh, a much more crude way of shooting himself, right? With the shotgun. Yep. Oh, I've almost forgot. He tries to step in front of a train only for another person to fall in front of the train and him save them, hesitate, yep. almost letting the train hit him in the last yep. second. Yeah. That's yeah. the one where he seems to actively choose not to kill himself to me because um, the other ones, like people interrupt or something or something breaks or whatever. They were very deliberate acts. Those other ones. Yeah the train he was gonna step in front of it anyways but now he's on the track and he he, he realizes like people are like watching him and he just chooses not to die there yeah. um but th- i think those are the four attempts of suicide if i remember correctly i think that's uh, it. no i think that i think that's about right and they're all they're all handled like i think we mentioned before, there's very sensitively there's no there's no jokes here they're not kind of making fun or or, or making light sorry of a man with a shotgun beneath his neck or a guy in a car filling up with gas they're not kind of making jokes out of it and if anything like you say they 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 use those moments to utilize flashbacks really well actually mm-hmm. and the the train scene is kind of the catalyst for the third act in that yeah when otto saves the guy you know we're living in a world now where rather than because he only see well he say only he helps the guy because everyone is instead filming there's a guy on the tracks about to hit by a train there's people filming they've got their phones out there filming it for social media and also it's like what are you doing what are you, why what are you doing why is nobody helping so he takes it upon himself and of course this is then captured on on camera by lots of people on their cell phones uploaded to the internet and it becomes a viral sensation and it kind of that's the catalyst for the final act of the film but um i think the flashbacks are done really well as well in this the way that they they use i don't think they're too intrusive I don't think, and I've said on the main show, I don't think they're sent, overly sentimental. I don't think they're mawkish. I know some people clearly do, but 
I think they can with Mark Forster handle that balance quite well, I thought. Yeah, I agree. I, I think um, there is like a little joke with the, the noose um, only because the bolt breaks on that one. And that's um, after even, though, isn't it? It is. It, it, right. The joke is at the end of it. It's not taking light of the act of suicide. It's not mocking suicide. Um, and when uh, Marisol starts to suspect that he's trying to hurt himself, she really gets emotional and even like kind of like, I'm not going to talk to you if you're going to be, you know, cutting me out like that. And I think that's when he's starting to shift. Uh, I thought all of that was handled really, really well. Um, you know, there's so many little jokes that really crack me up in this film that aren't around suicide, but just around his behavior. Like when that reporter shows up and is trying to talk to him and he like shuts the door on her in the garage because he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> like that cracked me up because you know, she's like, just, there's a door. We let yourself out. Yeah. He's like, I didn't lock you in. It's just, you know, <laughs> and to be fair, she's not even really freaking out that hard considering a, a strange man just closed the garage door on her. She's like, she's like, Hey, what's going on? But she's not like, panicked right like yes yeah um there's so many little touching moments um to me one of the biggest signs uh when he goes to get his hose back from um the friend whose name i'm gonna forget his now rival but used to be friend um oh man why can't i think of his name i'm scrolling up uh ruben um and ruben's in a wheelchair ruben he asks uh anita is he still there and she says yes he is and um otto kind of like um, it's a shame how this world's calling, but I'm not going to be around here much longer, right? He says those words. Anita comes back with the hose, and when Otto goes to leave, Ruben is holding onto the hose. And it's such a subtle little thing because no one else knows why, but we know why Ruben's holding onto the hose is that Ruben is there. He is in himself. He is very much aware. And his friend just told him he was going to kill himself. Yeah. Like not in so many words, but he got that implication and him snatching the hose and not letting him leave. It is, it shattered me the second time it got me the first time, but like I knew it was coming and I was anticipating that moment. And I started to tear up with that, just that, because one, it's it's so important to the third act because it confirms that Ruben is there. Like, is he not in the best case? Yes, but he is very much aware of his world and he still values Otto. He still values human life. And yes. that it's so touching. I, I, I can't, I understand that everyone's entitled to their opinions, but while I'm watching this movie, I am in love with it. And I am, I am sad and I am happy. I am moved. And it, it makes me sad that other people can't have that same experience more. So like, I'm not mad that you don't like it. I'm sad that you can't feel excited about it, which maybe that's the same case. Like you're like, why can't you enjoy skin and Marie? I don't know. I can't, but I did enjoy this. And I, I really wish everyone could. I, I just found so much joy and love and caring in this film. And a lot of funny jokes. I laughed a lot during this movie, like genuinely laughed uh, each time I watched it. So yeah, and people people have said it's overly sentimental, and I've said in the main review that I thought it's you could see where I think what where this is going to go from a mile off, and and I and, it, and I did, but that isn't necessarily a bad thing in in any film. I mean, you could say you could level that at, at a Marvel or Star Wars, especially. You know, in the end of the day, the good guys are going to win. This is how they get there. Um, you know, this it's not a it's not just indicative. It's not just a problem that this genre faces, uh, but when we get to the end, I think it's really well done. You know, when we get, we Otto starts off as this man is very hard to root for just because of how he is. And then you start to peel back the layers and find out why he is the way he is. And there's the, um, 
the emotional crux of the story there. But then you introduce uh, the new neighbors, the new family who, you know, it, it, and that's what I love about what, that, what this film does. It, it, you've got a character like Otto and then you introduce uh, Marisol, Mariana Trevino. And you know, they go, they go around, they bring him cookies, they bring him Mexican meals. And even when he's buttoned up against them, they're still just, you know, there's, there's still just positivity. There's still just great human energy towards him, especially from her, where she's almost acting like his unofficial kind of cheerleader. She's like, no, almost like, you know, I'm, you know, trying to inject her positivity, reflect onto him. Uh, and of course they do have a, um, coming together later on in the film or more so from his side, because, you know, he doesn't want to lose the memory of his wife or her belongings. Yeah. When oh, she's yeah. saying maybe the best thing is to, to, to move, move, move them along, move on. Maybe that'll help you. And of course, and then that, that pays off later on the film. And as does the social media, um, social media journalist and the, the, uh, it all plays into this subplot that the house is like you mentioned, the house is going to be the neighbor's house. Ruben's going to be taken away because he can't be cared for. And, uh, and Otto's there to watch it all. And the neighborhood comes together because of Otto and what he mm-hmm. did. And then of course he dies at the end, um, which is, which, uh, one of the sorry, funniest sorry. jokes, though, is we don't know exactly what. We know he's had a medical condition his whole life, but we don't know exactly what. And then when the doctor tells Marisol that he has a big heart, yeah, it's, it's like, one of the most ironic medical diagnoses. <laughs> and I can see, again, some people might, oh, that's so cheesy. I love that. I love her reaction to that. It's eye rolling, but it's fun because it, for me, it's it earned fun. that moment. And it is a legitimate thing, though. I, I, I don't think it's a made up. Illness. You can, like, you can have it, an enlarged heart, of course. Yeah, if, if you so, say to someone he died of a big heart, then that, of course, has, has sounds that sounds like a different thing, different connotations to an in, enlarged heart or something yeah, like and, that. But it, when the character is this guy who acts like he doesn't love anybody and has a big heart, which is an expression we say for people who love everybody, yeah. it's a funny kind of ironic twitch. Marisol's again. I think the reaction of the character really sells that moment. Yeah, uh, she's she, so good in this she's trying so hard not to laugh and she is laughing and the doctor doesn't know why she's laughing because the doctor doesn't know Otto. <laughs> like it's it, sad it news he's given. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's so many little moments like that. And we, we didn't mention, uh, we alluded to Malcolm, but we haven't really mentioned him here, but yeah. Malcolm yeah. is a character who is revealed to be trans and a former student of Sonia, which is, uh, Otto's wife in the, uh, I, I'm not going to say much about the a man called because I don't want to spoil anything. That character there is actually two characters, and they are, uh, but they are a gay couple. Um, yes. One of them was a former student, and the other isn't. But it's the one who wasn't a student who gets kicked out of their house, and then that whole similar situation where Malcolm comes to stay with Otto um, happens in Ove. Um, and again, Ove, this man who seems uncaring and un—he has no issue with them being gay. Here, yep. same it's thing. No Otto has no issue no. with Malcolm being trans, right? Like he, he's not mm-hmm. phased by that. Did he have an issue with Malcolm at first? Yes, but only because Malcolm wasn't putting his bike where it belongs. He would have had yeah. that issue with anybody because um, he was just but, throwing the newspapers, right? And but Otto uh, embraces Malcolm. He shows him how to fix his bike. I I love. All that, and then when he shows up at his house, it's not that he doesn't want Malcolm in his house. He doesn't like anyone in his house. To be fair, also he had just tried to kill himself, and it was not exactly a good time for someone to walk in the door. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we laugh because of the dark comedy of it all. Yeah, because when he opens the door for Malcolm, he's holding the gun, and Malcolm's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "I'm sorry." Like he's like, "I didn't shoot you." (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. uh, 
Yeah, it's it's so sweet though how they interact, and then I love uh, again a lot of stuff gets wrapped up, but he gets he gives him the car. Um, he's kind of Malcolm becomes kind of oh, the son dude. that he never had, um, and Malcolm sees obviously a father figure in Otto when his own father has rejected him because of his lifestyle. Um, I love I love that I, I this when you have. Because I think, too, in a time when we are living in this world where OK Boomer was an expression for a minute, not that I'm advocating that that be used, but Otto on the trailer comes off as one of those types of characters where you could almost hear audiences saying OK Boomer a year ago, right? But that's not who he really is. Is he grumpy and angry? Yes. Does he say things like the world is falling apart? A phrase we hear a lot of people say in exclamation. Mm -hmm. But he's he doesn't want anyone to not be themselves. He doesn't have like this, like he wants people to, to be respectful of each other and of each other's space. And he does think he knows best, which is problematic, but he's still accepting of like people from other countries. He's accepting of people who speak different languages and who have different, you know, he eats the food and he seems to really, really like it. Um, yeah. Food that is not his norm. And he seems to still embrace culture and art in ways that other people don't. Um, so it, it's this weird kind of contradiction that I think maybe is reflective of the human condition. We are complex. We are not black and white. We are not gray or I'm sorry, more, we are shades of gray. There are so many variations and learning to kind of accept those nuances is what Otto ultimately does. And why I, I think this movie is, is so valuable. Yep, yeah, and and everything you mentioned, it all feels very organic. There's no moment, there's no kind of big reveals throughout, or the fact that a character is trans in this isn't it isn't played up to. Uh, to uh, there's no looking at the audience if to say like, look what we're doing here, guys. It's 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 natural, and the way the way even Otto reacts, he's like he would to anyone else. He's like, oh, c- come in, just just get, and he and he's almost just he's like. It, it, it's just a facet of that guy's character. He just, he doesn't mind. He, there is no discrimination. Like we say, he's just Otto. He's just Otto to everyone. Um, the, we meant, uh, we didn't mention in the main episode, but Otto goes back and forward to his wife's grave. She passed away. What? Six months earlier, I think. Um, yeah. so he, he goes back and forth there. And in the end, the end, one of the end shots is, um, Marisol and the family going to Otto's grave and, um, next to his wife's, and the bit that got me, my friend, is I'm a sentimental old Huey Renal. And when he was, when he gave the guy, the guy, the guy, the car, the kid, the car, um, it was very nice. And he said about giving Marisol the money. He's like, and then there's enough, there's enough in there to put the kids through college. Yeah. And I lost it. I've no shame, man. I lost it. I can't, yeah. there was something about that. I was like, Oh god damn! Because like these, they're just kids. You know, these like little kids. They're probably about the yeah. same age as my daughter, and they don't. I don't. Maybe they don't quite comprehend what's going on. But in you got to imagine in, in like in twelve, fifteen years time, however long it is, when they go to college and everything's funded and everything's made for them, especially given the precarious situation a family found themselves mm-hmm. in. You know, it's it's well, it's a moment. It, 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 if we're talking in real terms, it's something that those kids would never forget. You yeah, know, it's, and, and it, it's a it's a profound moment. And then he's like, whatever else is in there, you do what you want with the house is yours. Yeah. I was like, wow, and, man, that, that really killed me. And that's a little subtle thing because early when they first are moving in, uh, they say they're renting. And it's, he kind of comments on it again later, but like that they're not able to buy a home. They have to rent. And now they're inheriting his home. So like, it, like he's not only set them up 
for school, but he's taken a financial burden off of them because now they don't have to pay a monthly rent that they'll never own this house. Now yeah. they own a house. They're house owners. Uh, he, they have a brand new vehicle, which only she's allowed to drive. Um, yeah, and, yes, it was the, and then the college was thing. Yeah, and and honestly, the way it's revealed that he's dead, that uh, Tommy opens the door to get a, a package from a UPS driver, a callback to an earlier joke, which I don't love yes. that FedEx joke, uh, FedEx UPS joke, but that the shovel isn't, uh, you <laughs> yeah, know, it's on the line. Yeah. Shovel, the sidewalk isn't shoveled. I I started to cry like immediately, like I'm like, oh no, like she and Marisol too, like and how they they play that and the, the even the relationship with the cat. I love everything about this movie. <laughs> I genuinely cat. do. The stray cat is so cute. There's so many cute little scenes with that cat. Um, it's it's just it's just so heartfelt. I I I was so baffled when I saw the 51. Like sometimes I know a movie's kind. Con- like I don't. I'm not surprised that I'm one of the only people that seem to love white noise. I am surprised that, that so many people don't love this movie because I just find it so endearing and so charming and so yeah sincere. Uh, I love it. I, um, I, I really I just do. Think I, I'm sticking to my guns, and I I know I read out some of the reviews, but. I just think for some people it's it's too it's too much of the same, but I don't think I it know. is. I think I think I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with an endearing film, is it? Is it fairly simple? Yes, but that's not. A, I don't see. Not everything has to be this sprawling epic. I of a see film that anymore. as a uh, a benefit, not a bug. You know, I, I I'm with you, my friend. Then it's a, a two feature, hour not film. A bug. That's the expression. Yes, that's better. It's a two hour film, which for the first time in Bamp, well, a long time in Bamp history, neither of us said that's too long. Is <laughs> it feels just right? I don't think they. It, it, it's paced very well, and things it happen is. just at the right time. And yeah, that ending with when he when he sent the kids to school, that college, that absolutely destroyed me so um yeah it, it is it is it a film that's gonna tug on the heartstrings yes is it manipulative i don't think so at all but i think some people do and i think the the, the major moments are kind of darker aspects i think they're handled well and as i think they're done respect uh, tastefully um and they and the way that juxtaposed with the with the clear comedy in this film is it's a hard balance to get i think they get it right i think tom hanks is great um which is uh, for me good because I, I wasn't a huge fan of all his performances in 2022. And I know this came out in 2023 for the UK, but you know, you know, it's a week here or there. I think I'm glad we got out for me. I got a great performance out of Tom Hanks and Mariana mm-hmm. Trevino was a breakout performance. I think she was really endearing. I think she's really sweet. She's adorable in this film. And, and, and the way she played off Tom Hanks as Otto was, was a joy. And yeah, and I, I really enjoyed this film, JB agreed well there we have it our spoiler mini so then for a man called otto we are going to be back again next week with well a spoiler episode for one of two films at this point we may know we may not know but we'll let you know we'll either be talking about sick or jung e either way going to be quite excited for whichever one comes but uh, let us know what you thought about a man called otto then did you love it did you hate it was it too manipulative was it just right for you uh john where can the world find us on instagram we're at bloody awesome movie pod you can also find us on twitter at bamp underscore podcast or also on facebook if you want to find us on there you can find me individually at what i watch tonight.co.uk and search what i watch tonight across all the socials including letterboxd jb where are you i'm at burkreviews.com and at burkreviews on all the social media platforms Yep, go check out JB. And if you like what we're doing, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. It bumps us up the algorithm, gets a few more listeners in, and it's nice to be able to have a chat with more film fans each and every week. 
But with that, guys, as always, stay bloody awesome and keep watching movies. Blood, 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 blood,